This episode is brought to you by Cold Storage Coins, the easiest way to own Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. G'day soldiers of the Altcoin Army, welcome to another episode of the Altcoin Buzz podcast with your hosts Alicia, Jeremy and James. Alicia, Jeremy, another podcast, how are you guys feeling today? Another day, another podcast, oh, we're doing pretty fine, how about you guys? Alright Charlie Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, I think this will be a fun one here though, we'll see though. Yeah, so Je- for all those listening out there, Jeremy's brought us a very special guest. We've got Rocksteady, Mr. Turtle himself. So without further ado, let's get stuck in. G'day, Rocksteady. Welcome to the Altcoin Buzz podcast. How are you doing, mate? Hey, what's going on? Thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you. I'd like to introduce you to the lovely Leisha. Hello. Hey, what's going on? Oh, lots of things are going on. Always, uh, always up for the mysterious. And we got Jeremy. Morning, Rock City. Nice to actually talk to you. <laughs> so both of you guys are in the States. Are you guys within the same kind of time zone or? Yeah, pretty much. It's daytime outside. Yeah, it's a bit easier than, uh, than Leisha and me. So <laughs> it's bloody nighttime yeah. over here, isn't it? All right. So yeah. we'll, we'll start with things a bit, uh, a bit simple, but it's going to be a bit more of a difficult question than we ask most of our most of our people we have on here. You said that the, the gloves could come off. There's there's no limitation. You're not a snowflake. So uh, the first thing I want to say is I had a look at your website. And my impression that I got was Turtle Coin is like a meme coin like Doge. It's it's It was purely designed to take the p- I mean, the story that you had on the website was basically you guys were having a, dr- a couple of drinks one night and looked at everybody else and went, f*** it, if they can make an ICO and a coin, why the hell can't we? You know, hold my beer, I'm going to fucking go make turtle coin. <laughs> so, so having a look at the uh, look at it all that that's come through, I mean, you've got .lol as the end. Why why should people take this any more seriously than, say, Dogecoin, f*** token or Pepe Cash? Well, I'm not necessarily saying that they should. It's uh, to say that something would be a meme coin and also a serious project. I don't think the two are mutually exclusive. In the beginning, sure, it started out just trying to prove a friend wrong while we had a few beers, but eventually it kind of caught on and we felt this greater responsibility to, okay, now that we've generated all of this buzz, I guess we have to take custody of it and make something serious out of it. So now it's focusing on delivering value and things that people are actually inclined to use rather than chasing the last latest buzzwords. And the logical byproduct of that is uh, popularity and adoption, which we've seen. Mm. So what was the uh, bet? I'm curious now. What was that? You wanted to prove it wrong. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, my buddy Bebop, we were out drinking, and uh, I was already working on a on a secret project before that that you know never came to fruition. So I was pretty familiar with the code base, and we were sitting down drinking, and he was saying, "Man, you know, I I, I bet these days it's kind of hard. You know, you can't you can't launch a successful network without having a, an ICO, a marketing team, you know, people full time, and." whole staff and i was just shaking my head the entire time because the the entire ico model is the embodiment of everything that i think is wrong with this industry right now and it's just bringing in the wrong crowd so i just proved them wrong okay fair enough that's uh so did you place a bet on it or was it just strictly started off as spite the look on his face every time every time he sees uh what we're doing is is sufficient have you made him at least buy you a couple beers since then? 
<laughs> you know the the funny thing is, uh, we we have a meetup every week for steaks at my apartment, so uh, I think that score has been settled. Do you, do you make him oh. pay with turtle coin? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should. That would be the ultimate kind of uh, you know proved you wrong. You, you not only are you going to wear the loss, you're going to use my product to pay me in fucking steaks. <laughs> Well, you know, it's uh, it's kind of funny. One of the first things that I purchased with Turtle Coin was I paid a friend of mine five million Turtle Coin to move my fish tank. Now, and doing the math on that, that was uh, a little bit of an oversight at the time. Yeah, that's what two hundred seventy or eighty dollars now. Something like that. <laughs> wow. So, Pearl, is there any symbolic meaning behind that? Like, are you a fan of that uh, cartoon? Because they no, kind I of just, like okay. I just needed a I just needed a name that was relatable and that somebody could spell and that was ubiquitous. So uh, w- once once I decided on turtle, uh, it just made sense that we would go with the Ninja Turtles being a uh, throwback to early geek culture. Okay, I like your masks which you use in that YouTube channel. Uh, what uh, you're wearing? Those. Yeah, those kind of uh, masks, like just like in the cartoon. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. So you launched the product not that long ago in December. Am I right? That's correct. Yeah. How has the market been treating you? Tell us a little bit about that, please. Well, it's, uh, of course, everybody's been affected by the downturn. But I think mostly uh, what people look at is, wow, you know, you started out really strong out of the gate and hit 38 sats really early. But what people don't realize is in the beginning of a network, when the supply is so low uh, and there's only one source of facilitating exchange, it's really difficult to get a concrete reading on price. So in the beginning, somebody who thought that they were well-meaning, that they were making people happy, decided to buy up the entire order book with one Bitcoin, which people had orders listed from one sat all the way up to... Uh, 500 sats or whatever they had put on there. And so that one Bitcoin order brought us all the way up to, I think, 38 sat. And so for a while there, a lot of us were sitting pretty comfy. But um, as this person publicized that they, uh, hey, look what I did. Isn't everybody happy? Uh, We just kind of had to tell them, hey, pump the brakes. Uh, We don't need to have that type of uh, behavior on the market. And of course, I can't really dictate what anybody does, but just mm. out of a sense of responsibility, uh, without divulging this person's identity, I had to say, guys, you know, please put put gas in your tank and food in your refrigerator before you go and essentially gamble this money away. Because we didn't ask to be listed. We just got listed overnight. And I, I found out about it whenever somebody showed up in the chat and said, hey, are you guys on Trade Ogre? And I said, what's what's a Trade Ogre? And um, <laughs> luck, luckily, it's it's been a great uh, partnership with them. Uh, I wouldn't say partnership because it's not official, but they've mm. always been very responsive when I've contacted them about any issues or any patches or anything downstream, and they've always been very receptive. So it's definitely been our most fruitful and uh, no-maintenance uh, integration. Where do you see Turtle going in the future? I mean, we've talked about, like, the some of the possibilities that there are but what are your plans with it what do you, what would you like to do with it going forward for like the next year or so because like james mentioned before the roadmap is pretty light at the moment and a lot of it especially 
I mean, pretty much everything past quarter two, if I remember right, said T- TVA for dates. Is there a reasoning for that? Or are we just yeah. not wanting to stick to dates or what? So the, the way that we work is we're a community project from the beginning. In the beginning, it started out as just me and Bebop. And he didn't bring a whole lot to the table other than just general programming knowledge uh, and community facilitation in, in the sense that he wasn't as experienced with the Cryptonote code base, whereas I've been working with it for years uh, since the beginning of Monero. So he, uh, while helped me al- while he helped me along along the way, it was just me in the beginning. And so what what I thought made sense in the beginning was, hey, we've got this community here. We can't really afford to make promises to people that we're going to break right off the bat. So all we can do is promise that we're going to start working on these key issues that the community wanted uh, by these dates. And so we'll finish whenever we finish. Uh, luckily, we've uh, surpassed all estimates of when we'd get to certain milestones. Currently, we're working on our merge mind sidechain called Karai, where we operate, uh, I'd say, like smart contracts. And everything is going according to plan so far. Our first milestone was getting added to an exchange, which you know doesn't seem uh, like a huge milestone, but at the time it seemed pretty difficult given that most exchanges were charging. I think the lowest that we were quoted was 10,000, and that was the Trade Satoshi integration. And they weren't talking about 10,000 turtle, they were talking about $10,000. So, right. And I ended up paying that out of pocket for the community because I didn't feel right at the time asking uh, for the funding. And, you know, just to go ahead and uh, get an official integration out there at a wider known exchange. And so the second milestone, I believe, is Karai, which is our uh, sidechain application. So the way it all works is we have, imagine the Turtle network as a umbrella. And then below that, we have the Turtle Coin application, which is a 30-second blocks, fast payments, private payments, easy to use, uh, quick, low fees. Then to the side of that, linked to it, is Karai, which is a sidechain. And so as some of you guys may have uh, noticed with Monero and their Tari project, they have somewhat of a similar uh, concept. So within Turtle and most CryptoNote blockchains, there is a concept of bloat to our blocks a little bit. Because with all of this privacy business, we have a little bit of extra baggage to kind of track how these coins are mixed. Well... With that, we can't be storing a bunch of arbitrary data on the blockchain. Uh, Somebody actually built a uh, decentralized YouTube clone and deployed it on the TurtleCoin main chain. And all of our wallets Hmm. freaked out for a few days because they couldn't assimilate all of the extra data. So we didn't necessarily look at it as an attack on the network. We looked at it as a failure on our end to assimilate the data you know, that we allowed somebody to put onto the network. So Karai is the sidechain where all of that lives. The blocks are 10 times stretchier. Uh, you can do things like run automated scripts. So instead of a person being at the other end of a wallet address, you'd have a script uh, automatically exchanging the different native currencies for different sidechains. And eventually we'd like to link up with other networks so that we can kind of share the burden of mining and be a little bit more green with this whole proof of work thing. I can see that uh, your network is pretty expanded around the world. So, I mean, like many countries are using it. 
and uh, specific locations even. I noticed that you're quite popular in, in the eastern Ukraine. So it's just, I'm just curious, like, are you being chosen or do you promote yourself? Like, how does it work for you? Well, speaking of Ukraine specifically, I just created a new room called Carbo for the Ukrainian coin Carbovanets that you may have heard of. Uh, so shout out to Ave out there who recently joined. But uh, there's we have people all over the world. Um, I'm a multilingual person. I grew up traveling everywhere. And also a lot of other people in our chat have come from all over the world. And I think the, the Internet kind of unites us and the crypto ecosystem is pretty diverse. And we appreciate having people from other languages and other cultures come over because everybody has different concerns and different needs. And if we're truly going to have global adoption, then we need to listen to the needs of everybody and try to accommodate them as best we can. So in our Discord chat, which anybody can reach, chat.turtlecoin.lol, it's got about 11,000 people in there right now. Um, there's all these different channels in the international category. Uh, I think we're nearing 20 channels or so with all the different languages. Uh, and we try to welcome everybody and facilitate interactions between people so that they have a little piece of home whenever they come and visit us in our chat. And likewise, we've also set up chat rooms for other coin networks who are in the same CryptoNote um, neighborhood. Okay. What languages do you speak, by the way? I started out with French, English, and Spanish. Not too bad. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in our chat, we have, there's different little subsections for different mm -hmm. special interests and stuff like that. So we have an area just to BS with your friends, and then we have areas that are just for development, and then we have areas that are kind of like surrogate communities for people who are visiting us from other networks. For example, we have a Monero room, we have a, a Bitcoin room, we have a Carbo room. So whenever we get a significant population from different networks that come by, we want them to have a little piece of home uh, whenever they're visiting in our chat so that they can talk about other coins. Because a common thing in other chat rooms, not necessarily in ours, is that, oh, don't talk about other networks. Well, we look at it like a, like a marathon, not, not a race, and we can all succeed together. So we don't necessarily worry about other coins being spoken about in our chats. So we give them their own little space so that they can you know, have uh, meetings with, with other networks if they want to, uh, because we have a pretty large user base in our chat, and we figure it's just a logical thing to do. So are you, would you say that down the line, are you hoping to become, say, like a switchboard for all these different cryptocurrencies? Is that is that where your kind of end goal is going to be, is to be that, that form of switchboard? No. We just want everybody to be comfortable where they are. And there's a lot of unnecessary divisions between different networks. For example, turtle coins only exist on the turtle coin network. Well, currently we have parts that exist in most networks out there, whether it be uh, Bitcoin, Monero, turtle coin that allow us to interoperate. And so we're seeing a lot of that now with basic atomic swap functionality. And so as we activate our side chain and have smart contracts and more things that we can do to facilitate those types of interactions, we'd like to be able to have those social links in place between the different communities. So we all help each other more or less uh, with patches and functionality and things that we'd like to implement because you know we can all struggle individually or we can all succeed together. Right. So what would be the 
main purpose of Turtle Long Gold? Because at the moment, from so, what I've, I've taken it as, is this is a transactional coin opposed to, say, a utility coin. But is that going to change in the future? Are you... Are you de- was Like you said, Turtle was developed basically to prove someone wrong. The animal's grown into something completely different now, and it took on a life of its own. So starting from it was to prove someone wrong what's now the end goal for this for this particular project right so the entire spirit and purpose of the the turtle coin project is to make this more relatable to the common person so that it isn't just a bunch of nerds talking about blockchain buzzwords and things that make uh, vcs ears perk up we want to be able to make this accessible and usable by common people so that Whenever this type of stuff comes to legislation, we're not able to use it as some type of boogeyman to form rules against us like we're seeing with the internet now with net neutrality and things Mm -hmm. like that. Most people on the street can't define those types of things. So we'd like to educate people as much as possible and make it as easy as possible. So to touch on the utility thing you were talking about, we do have utility. The only way that you can use the smart contracts on the side chain is to exchange with Turtle. And the native currency on that sidechain is easier uh, to exchange with Turtle rather than to mine it directly. So there's different economic controls that are in place to make sure that there's no arbitrage scenario where the hash power or the token value of the sidechain surpasses that of the larger main chain. So given that TurtleCoin itself is just a program that operates on the Turtle network, everything is kind of purpose-specific. So TurtleCoin itself will always be a medium of facilitating fast, easy payments. But the bigger goal here is to create a wider ecosystem with interoperable parts so that maybe the barriers between all these different networks can be lowered a little bit and people can have a little bit more, I guess you could say, agency or free movement between their different payment mediums. Right. What we're looking at here is kind of like, I don't know, it reminds me of the internet back in the 90s. So in the beginning, we used to have to ask for time from our universities and colleges. We had to uh, budget that time carefully. And this link was so cherished between all these different universities. And whenever all these people started to be boarded onto the internet with America Online and that type of stuff, I think we kind of lost that that uh, preciousness and that sharing. And even though we increased our links between each other, I think we became more isolated. So we'd like to uh, bring everybody together again. Now a quick word about our amazing sponsor, Cold Storage Coins. You can now store your cryptocurrencies on actual cold coins made of fine copper, silver, or gold. Each coin features a unique wallet ID and laser-etched private key, which is concealed beneath a tamper-evident holographic film. You simply scan the QR code on the back in order to transfer your funds to the coin. There's no hardware associated with these wallets, and they are hack and fireproof. This is a very fun, safe, and inexpensive way to store cryptocurrencies. Please visit coldstoragecoins.com for more and use our code BUZZ10, all capital letters, for a 10% discount. Now back to the podcast. One thing that I should be very specific about is that it's very much not just me. It hasn't been just me since the very earliest days. So we're at over, I think, over 100 developers now, almost. And we've also got a pretty large core team together. Pretty much what my job is now is making sure nobody uh, beats each other up and uh, pokes each other's eyes out or anything like that. You're the mediator. 
Yeah, basically just merging commits and facilitating interactions between the community. My job is largely replaceable, and I think that giving the community as much ownership as possible over these other tasks is important for the growth of the community. We have six graphical wallets. Uh, I think we have a fifth web wallet in development right now. Uh, there's lots of different projects going on at any given time. So it's lots of different things going on and I'm only loosely uh, guiding those projects. It's, it's not a centralized governance structure. The community very much runs itself and pretty much the only power I have is over the chat. So there, that's a common misconception. People walk in and they say, hey, you know, are you, are you the, the CEO? And I'd say, well, <laughs> I mean, I'm the CEO of my desk. I can throw a stapler if I'd like, but I can't really <laughs> dictate what other people do. I've never heard that analogy before, and I'm so glad I have now. <laughs> yeah. I'm the CEO of my own desk, and I can throw a stapler. <laughs> If I can get somebody to not post uh, terrible pictures in the chat on a daily basis, then my job is done for the day. That is a tough job sometimes. It is. I'll probably be the quickest person banned off your off your community. I'll be posting memes twenty four seven and just get him out. Just go. We actually have a we have a dedicated meme channel. Actually, Uh, we we are specialists in meme warfare, and. is we it? actually got our start in uh, 4chan. That's a, a that's one thing that a lot of people don't really uh, understand about us, or they're like, "Wow, I, you know, what's what's that about?" In the beginning, whenever we wanted to announce TurtleCoin, uh, Bitcoin Talk had actually banned me at the time by IP address, and I guess they didn't uh, they didn't appreciate my particular brand of memes, and it's kind of <laughs> offensive, you know, given that I was I was one of the first Bitcoin miners, but. I guess they didn't appreciate that, so... <laughs> can't, can't please everyone, mate, but... There's yeah. actually a... There was a bounty, I think, of like 0.02 Bitcoin or something like that, and during December, that was that was at least two tanks of gas and a cup of coffee, so I wasn't going for that. So we ended up launching on Biz, which is a sub-forum of a 4chan. Uh, well, it's a sub-forum of 4chan, and so it's a particular type of internet person that comes from there as you could imagine and uh so we've i guess you could say we've seen it all and one of our first interviews was with a uh 4chan kind of forum slash interview organization called bizcord and so we had all all manners of uh (laughs) different types of comments there so how big is your team right now like the one which is where uh, on the product itself, how big is it? Is it you and your friends? Oh uh, well, I mean, ultimately everybody's my friend. I keep notes on everybody that comes into the chat so that I can maintain rapport with all of them. As you can imagine, eleven thousand people, although it's a small number, it does get kind of unwieldy if you're trying to uh, keep keep everybody's projects in mind. And I don't want to forget anybody's uh, drawing that they pinned up on my refrigerator. So I keep rigorous notes on everybody. I'm glad someone thinks that 11,000 people is just a small number. Oh, yeah, just fucking not 11,000, mate. Just no no worries. No. Well, you know, we're, we're still trying to get PewDiePie working on his turtle coin integration. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Until then, we're doing this manually, so... I mean, and, you got and the 4chan community backing you, so you're, you're already on to a winning start. <laughs> 
Well, you know, it's uh, we we also got a, a big influx of users in the beginning because one of our first people who found us on 4chan was Kevin Rose. A lot of you guys out there may or may not know the Kevin Rose podcast. Uh, I was one of the early users of Dig, so he was kind of uh, one of my uh, people that I looked looked up to in the beginning, and so he found us early on and interviewed us for his show and it was like the floodgates just opened so do you plan on writing a white paper for turtle coin well so here's the thing about that writing a white paper about turtle coin would be like going to a used car dealership and then having them have a white paper on like a 98 ford taurus so and that's way- kind of what I was thinking too, and that's why I was asking why. And so that makes me think that you're wanting to kind of push it back until you have more of an idea of where you want to go with it. The, the product right? itself, Turtle Coin, it, while it may have a vision statement, will never have a white paper. The white paper that you should look at as the authority on Turtle Coin would be the CryptoNote white paper. There's about nine of them currently. Um, that's a whole history in itself. But the reason why I say that is because the although the Turtlecoin code base, like the Monero code base, we both started from Bytecoin. And as we diverged from that, we've added our own features and things like that. But it's still at the very base of it, a CryptoNote network. And the reference for that should always be the CryptoNote white paper. So our two milestones, which are pretty significant, Karai and also Mobius, uh, are a significant divergence from that. So those will get their own white papers. The Karai white paper is currently being worked on. Uh, we've actually got our own repo and our own development channel for Karai that tracks all the sidechain, smart contract, that type of development. And uh, we figured that it's best to be honest because there's a lot of people out there that will blow whatever type of smoke up your butt that you ask for. And we don't feel that that's very core to our values. And so from the beginning, we've always focused on delivering value first and let the let the popularity and the marketing kind of take care of itself. And that's not to say that we don't have any marketing efforts. That just means that we're about doing the work first rather than coming and telling you what we're about to do. Fantastic. Well, look, we're, uh, we're running out of time here, but uh, have you got any last last minute notes that you want to throw in? Where, where can our community find you? Where's the best place for that? The best place, uh, we have a really good community directory at turtleturtle.org, or you can come and find us in the chat at chat.turtlecoin.lol. Uh, we try to welcome everybody that comes in the chat, and we're really good at you know, matching people up. Let's say if you come in and you say, hey, I'd like to learn how to code. We're, we're totally ready to turn you into a blockchain coder because this whole blockchain thing really isn't that crazy. Mm. So just come in, tell us whether you want to be a user, whether you just want to hang out, whether you want to post some memes, or if you just want to <laughs> learn how to code a little bit better or help somebody develop your idea. Regardless, we're ready to help you. Just come and talk to us in whatever whatever language you speak. We'll, we'll figure it out. Sounds great. And that's one thing I've, I've said repeatedly is I love the blockchain community because there are so many people that are willing to help others out. You know, we had the massive influx back in December and I think that this uh, bit of a dip has caused a lot of those people to leave. So now we've got the people that are actually serious about it. And um, those are the people we want to push this forward. Like you said, this is uh, early days. We are in the pioneering era, just like the internet. And if it wasn't for the people that everyone thought was crazy back in the day, we wouldn't enjoy the internet we have now. So exactly. Exactly. 
So yep. I want to thank you for coming on to the show. I've learnt a lot. I think we all have. And uh, you've been a lot of fun. I enjoy doing interviews like this. Thank you for inviting me. I definitely appreciate it. And uh, we appreciate you guys taking notice of our community. And thank you for, Jeremy, facilitating this. And thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you. All right, guys. Y'all take care. Well, well, guys, he's a man of many knowledge. That that turtle man, that teenage mutant ninja turtle. So what are your what are your thoughts, guys? Yeah, definitely. Ninja Tur- Turtles come to my mind every time we talk, we talk about him. I think he was a great guy, though. I really like the fact that it's a sort of an, uh, like that he didn't he didn't follow what others did. He just like did his own project, and he didn't have an ICO. And I think it's really cool. I think it's 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 a great project, and he sounded really knowledgeable, just like you said that he's a man of many knowledge. What do you think? Jeremy. I fully agree. Like I've been around the turtle community for a little bit now, and even through this interview, I learned quite a bit that I didn't even know about them before, which makes, I mean, even better. It's the whole reason we're doing this. Hmm. I find it uh, a bit of music. It's almost like an oxymoron. They've called their coin turtle coin, yet it's less than 30 seconds per block. So it kind of, it's, it's a bit ironic when you, when you look at the name like that. Yeah, it's almost like the tortoise and the hare. Yeah, <laughs> it's a bit like that. All right, people, well, uh, thanks for tuning into our podcast today. You can find our podcast uploaded every Monday and Friday on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, as well as our website. We'd love to hear what you think of our show, so please leave a comment and give us a review on the iTunes store. For more information about the news we've just discussed, head over to our website at altcoinbuzz.io, where we publish all the latest news to keep you in the loop. So again, from the Altcoin Buzz podcast team, we want to say thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you on the next episode. Bye-bye. That was so unenthusiastic. The information discussed on the Altcoin Buzz YouTube, Altcoin Buzz Ladies YouTube, Altcoin Buzz Podcast, or other social media channels, including but not limited to Twitter, Telegram chats, Instagram, Facebook, website, etc., is not financial advice. This information is for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. Any information and advice or investment strategies are thoughts and opinions only relevant to accepted levels of risk tolerance of the writer, reviewer, or narrator, and their risk tolerance may be different than yours. We are not responsible for your losses. Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies are high-risk investments, so please do your due diligence and consult a financial advisor before acting on any information provided. Copyright Altcoin Buzz, PTE Limited, all rights reserved.